Embracing Every Mess with Darius Phelps and Sir Princeton Harden. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Embracing Every Mess. I'm one of your co-hosts, Darius Phelps. Hi, my name is Sir Princeton Harden. And today we have with us again, by popular demand, Miss L. Green. What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up? Glad to have you back. Thanks well, for having me. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to say again, I'm glad to have you back. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate that so much, so much. So, so to to kick off this topic, this week's topic. So we were just talking about friendship circles and the roles that you play within your friendship circle. So I was no describing what I ain't got no friends. <laughs> Lies you tell. So, like, within every friendship, right, within every friendship, you play a certain role within your friendship. And I was saying how you always have the mediator, you have the drama starter, you have the real emotional one, you have the real business savvy one. So what roles do you play within your friendship circle? Mm. I feel like I'm always the mediator. I'm always the calm, quiet one mediator. Mm, okay. Everybody's always the mediator. I am kind of a chameleon of sorts. Okay. Meaning I kind of take on different roles as like I see fit. So let's say that um everyone is thinking really irrationally. I'll try to be the logical one, right? Um, but if let's say we're eating out and the waiter or waitress is not getting the order right and everybody's trying to be extra nice then maybe I'll turn into the one that gets it started. But um, it kind of just depends on what's needed for, for the moment. <laughs> for the moment. I see. You kind of fill in the void. <laughs> you fill in the void. Um, so what about I you? Know. I think I am the... I don't know. I guess I'm a mixture, too. Like, I guess I'm more of the listener of the group. You know, I try to listen to everyone, and then I—I I guess I'm the—I try to be the problem solver. I'm the problem solver oh, of the group. I don't like to be around mess, and I don't like a lot of drama. I and do. I'm very opinionated, and so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get your perspective. Let me hear your perspective. Okay, now this is what we're gonna do, because this, <laughs> this ain't gonna work. <laughs> I how, need some how, how, how does that work? I, you know what? I can let me let me chime in. I've seen that happen in action. And it does work. That way. It does work. But I think I think I think she's also like a chameleon as well. Because I feel like she adapts with who she's talking to. And what That's true. Very true. Very true. I have I'm I'm very good at catching vibes from people. I can <laughs> read people very well. <laughs> and so Okay, Miss Baby Leaks. I need to know I need to know how I need to move with you. You know. <laughs> I do. I think everybody does you know you kind of just need to know okay can I talk to this person about this or do I need to keep this person in a box you know keep this separate you know yeah, that's what I do so it works for me though it I, works for me yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm more I'm more I observe more I try to observe um and as I get comfortable I get really kind of more boisterous than what I 
already am. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I, I like to see what's what's going on around me. I like to see who's saying what, who's making eye contact with who. My favorite thing on trying to get new friends and getting different, moving to different, you know, parts of life is listening to how people talk about other people. They <laughs> <laughs> friend. And you telling me all they business. I'm going right. to I'm going to be nice. It's, it won't be nothing between you and I, I mean, I won't have more yeah. problems. But I just know I'm not going to be telling you what I Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that. I just had to cut somebody off who portrayed one way to me for the past two years and then they I know every time I'm not um I'm a pretty quiet I'm a quiet person like I stay in my little box I'm pretty serious most of the time unless you get to know me then like you guys know I love to laugh but other than that like I keep myself and like you were saying I'm more of an observer until I really get to feel you know until I feel you out somebody who (laughs) called me more than what I'd like to be honest I was raised by my grandparents so the saying like I don't know if you guys heard uh, a dog that'll bring a bone and carry one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was somebody who's been calling my phone recently, and they're always like, please don't think that I'm messy. I'm like, if you got to start the conversation off with saying <laughs> that, that's a <laughs> 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 Because the world was ours to hear what you're saying, but we couldn't hold that back. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be messy. <laughs> but okay, right. that, that's, good. that's good. People, I'm like, I don't, I don't time for that. You got to sit there and like reiterate that. I feel like you're trying to convince yourself. Right. And also me in the process that you're not messy. I don't need that kind of energy in my life. I'm pretty laid back. I like, I don't know. I don't like drama. Right. You know, like I don't have time for that. I'm all about making this money and paying my bills. Yes. So I had to like really put this person like set up a boundary. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't focus on, but you have to really set yeah. boundaries some kind of people will get you caught up in crap you're not even supposed to be caught up in or you didn't think right. you would be caught up in. Even in friendships you have to learn how to set those boundaries because you have mm-hmm. some friends that will the first time first thing in the morning they wake up, they call you, they don't even brush their teeth. That's what Megan the Stallion said. You wake up you mad at me before you even brush your teeth. Wake up. <laughs> and they call you to fuss about something that you didn't even do. Like you know what? They just open up they just start dumping on you first thing in the morning with all their issues you know and as a friend sometimes okay i can i can do that but a lot of times in the morning i don't have time for you to be calling me and complaining about whatever it is you're complaining about right you have to set those boundaries you have to learn how to set those boundaries and sometimes friends are the worst ones because you'll set a boundary but they won't believe you So you have to make that hard, say, put that hard no in there. Or that call block. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> Blocked with a T, blocked. Right. <laughs> My God. So, so, Princey, you were talking about new friends. And I, you know, I have a core set of friends, you know, and I don't really open myself up to making new friends. Um, Darius was the exception in that. Because <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> well, I don't like, because building friendships 
is hard because you have yeah. to go through some stuff and overcome some things for you to become like a friend in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We would have had to yeah. go through some stuff, talk some stuff out, you know, I, I like really have to learn each other in and out for me to even trust you enough to call you my friend. Exactly. Are you all open to new friendships like that? I'm going to let Darius answer this question. <laughs> no, you always do that. I'm going to get on you now. Because you always do that, Sir Princeton. You cannot always throw it to Darius first. You have to answer. Like, and it feels like, I, say, I think you be trying to like process the question so you'll know how to answer. But we need you to answer first. So now, I'm going to throw it to you, Sir Princeton, first. Now. Now. I'm getting all that out. <laughs> <laughs> She's back and calling shots. She's <laughs> all right, what's the question? Go ahead. I got you. My question was, are you receptive to making new friends easily? Or do you take time to actually get to know somebody, build up some trust with them, go through some things with them before you consider them a friend? Being new to the city? Um, yes. I am open to new friends because I don't know anyone here. Um, mm -hmm. However, at the, the young age of 36, we don't want a lot of new friends. So it's hard to try to come into, you know, people who already have, a, like you said, core established friendships and try to interject yourselves into whatever they have going on. Um, so with me, I let things grow organically. So if, I meet some people and we hang out one time and then I have a connection with people within that group and we mm -hmm. continually hang out. Of course, over time I could foresee uh, friendships happening, but um, I'm not just going to invite myself to all your events and try <laughs> to in your presence because <laughs> I don't feel like that's, that's not me. And mm -hmm. I really wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. Like, don't, don't, don't bring yourself all the time in my environment or try to, you know, intrude in my space for, and it's just difficult. So yes, I am in the market for new friends. That is really weird saying it in this platform. Why don't I? <laughs> You'll get some DMs. Someone gonna slide in DMs. Oh. <laughs> I heard you were going to do I'm taking that part out too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but I know it is hard to try to um, build relationships like that with new adults, with kids and wives and husbands and, you know, married people don't all the time like to hang out with single people because then you have that. You know, well, he's saying advice and you, right. So yeah. it becomes a little difficult. Is it impossible? No, I've made some great relationships um, with my coworkers. I have some of the best coworkers in the world, and so um, that's just you don't have to rub that in, so Princeton. I'm sorry, but it really, it really does. You don't have to rub that in. My bad. <laughs> All I did was say that you know they're awesome. I mean, that's great, wonderful, wonderful. So go ahead, moving on. You, that's it, that's it, Sir Princeton. Thank you. Moving on, uh, Darius. <laughs> I'm just now, I'm just teasing. Now Darius should have answered first. Darius. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm really hesitant about who I let in my life because I played the Scorpio card, but um, 
I did have trust issues. I'm working on it. I think that's something I'm going to be working on for the rest of my life. Um, but I believe in forming like a natural connection, but I don't trust everybody initially. I don't show everybody all the sides of my, or all the different sides of my personality. I mean, like there's the work person, there's me at home, there's me with my friends, like my two of my friends that I'm with now, we've been friends for 10 plus years. One of them, we went to high school together. So, you know, I don't really let people in my inner circle like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, I really have to fill you out. Um, but if you're not really, I'm quite frank, I'm almost 30. And if you don't have any goals going on or if you don't have any friends, like if you call me and I'm the only friend that you call every day, that's a problem. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Some people don't like to talk on the phone. I'm not a phone talker. Well, I'm not either, but my I'm thing not is, either. if okay. you're going to call me every day, like clockwork, and all you're doing is complaining about some bull crap, I don't have time for that. The time that you're taking to complain to me about something, you be somewhere making money. Yeah. Or and it drains you. It, it drains you emotionally. You know, yeah. when you take on, when you're listening to other people's problems, even though you try to remain objective, you still somewhat take that on because you have to now put yourself in that person's shoes, you know, try to give them advice. And now it's kind of drained you emotionally because it's almost like you're using your energy to solve their problems. So I, I, I understand that. I do. Let's see, like, let, me, let me clarify though. Like, I don't mind, like my friends, you know, like we've all talked to each other about our problems, but that shouldn't be something that we talk about consecutively. Right. It shouldn't be the same conversation where either me or the other person is constantly complaining about something. It's just like, that's not a true friendship. Yeah. Yeah. A true friend would let you know, hey, we've talked about this every day for the past three weeks. What I do is this. Blocked. (laughs) That's rude, Darius. (laughs) What about you? Are you looking for new friends? For me or L? L. Am I looking for no? <laughs> no, because like I said, that takes time and energy to build. And you honestly, when you when when we were younger, we were a little bit more. Well, I'm gonna say me. I'm speaking me on about y'all. When I was younger, I was a little bit more naive, so I was open to any and everybody yeah. in terms of you know receiving you as a friend. But throughout friends, I you know found out you know betrayal. Uh, being a taken, being uh, taken advantage of, you know, um, these wow. negative motives, you know, people come with baggage, you know, mm-hmm. and so I've learned throughout the years that you have to be careful with who you consider a friend or who you call a friend. And so now that I have this core that has been there for years, like I'm talking about 12 plus years, you know, I don't really think I know. Like I said, Darius was an exception. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get another T-shirt. He's an exception to that. You were an exception today. for me too. <laughs> Only because you know he's rare when it comes to people oh. that are actually genuine and don't want anything from you. You hey. know, um, and just you know you can talk to, and it, and it's a fifty-fifty. It's fifty-fifty. You know, it's not like it, it, it's it's great. So I I trust him to continue this process of building a friendship. But no other than that, no. No new friends, no new friends. <laughs> and that's the part, uh, that makes me think about Jill Scott and and Erica Badu when they had their verses. 
And Let me just say this before you start about that because like I told Darius, some I heard somebody on the radio and they was like, Erica Badu has been smoking way too many incense. But I love her music though. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, basically, that, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I can't even get my my thoughts back together. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, you texted me that when I actually was lighting incense, and that was just a weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the timing was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Y'all are so off focus. We are so off focus right now. <laughs> um, so Erica, my and everybody knows Erica Badu and Jill Scott had the versus battle, and it was, they don't call it a battle anymore. Well, they didn't call that a battle. It was more of a, an appreciation of music, which is what I really thought it was supposed to be all about. But they showed how you can be friends and you can celebrate each other's victories. Sometimes, if Rich, did y'all ever have a friend or ever had a friend that when you succeeded or, or something they felt like you succeeded at and they got jealous and kind of, they tried to, or you changed as they always like to say you acting brand new I have not and I have not because like I said I have core friends and I don't (laughs) because I know them they want to be my friends if they didn't celebrate my success you know what I'm saying so I haven't had to deal with that I have and I think maybe that's because it has to do with the I guess people make the assumption, like, I don't call just anybody my friend, but people consider me friends, but I don't, it's, it's one-sided. I don't consider them, like, my friend. Yeah. So, you know, there, I felt there are times where those lines blur, and I think a lot of times it, for me, it's been professionally, where people assume because I'm willing to help you or hear out your problems that automatically we're friends. Yeah. Dog, wait a minute, pump the brakes. So people are like, oh, you, you acting kind of standoffish. No, it's just the fact is, I, you you don't respect me and my little box. Like I still need time to be Darius. I still need time to get myself together. So I feel like a lot. Of, that's those are examples where I've had that come up. I'm like, oh, you you think you're better now because you moved on to another job or things like that. And I'm just like, no, I can't be that support system for you all the time. Who's being the support system for me? Like I got to get my stuff together too. Respect that boundary. And I feel like my real friends respect that boundary. We don't have to be in contact 24-7. We don't have to talk to each other every every day, you see what I'm saying, to feel like we're friends. Right. Right. My best friends live nowhere close to me. I think one, I think, one is in North Carolina. <laughs> Not I think. <laughs> but they're, they're spread out, you know, and we don't see each other every day or often, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't even call often, but I know that if I was to call, you know, there, there would be an answer. And there will be a conversation that will be catching up and we can talk about everybody's kids and, you know, families and all that hoopla. I've never had anyone try to, I think people always, at some point, your friends will always make mention of things that are different, whether they joke about it, do it in a joking way, but um, never to where it led to a detriment of a, of a friendship or maybe question, you know, did I really want to be their friend? Right. But right. That, uh, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at now. Like I needed a break from my everyday life. So I'm staying with my best, with my best friend until the end of this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I've been there for like almost two weeks. But <laughs> I just, oh. we have that relationship where when I'm overwhelmed, I just send that phone call and I just take a break and 
do my thing. Mm-hmm. So what makes you a good friend? Ooh, I may be a horrible friend sometimes. <laughs> I'm just, I am going to reach out to you as often as you reach out to me. I don't do it intentionally. It's yeah. not an intention of mine. But if I dive myself into work or like my son is here, so now I have work and my son uh, to make sure I'm not totally neglecting those things. I don't spend a lot of time communicating with other people. Um, text, I don't mind texting, but you know, texting is a hit and miss sometimes. You really can't base what someone's feeling off of a text. Emojis do help. And <laughs> gibbity wops, whatever those called, those are. I will have. I have friends. I can have entire conversations and only send gifts. And to me, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, gifts are like the best thing they invented ever. Yes. Yeah. They cover so many emotions. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like what you were saying, like my real friends. I consider both of you guys my friends. Like we don't have to talk every day. Or I'm not. I'm not a big phone person. Like I'll talk on the phone if it's important. But if I don't have to ever talk on the phone, I would never talk on the phone ever. So what would y'all do if texting wasn't a thing? Um, the same thing we did back in 2000. What you do? How you you? We think you at home, and if. <laughs> Leave a page, you leave a voicemail, send you a page and put 911. And if you really knew if it was some, if it was your boo, put 143 or three, yeah, 143 for I love you. I mean, that's how I used to do it. Text messaging ain't nothing. Hold it up with a flap and put it in your backpack. What's up? I was only eight years old in 2000, so I didn't have to go <laughs> I wasn't allowed to talk on, oh, I, you know, I didn't really talk on the phone then, so. Yeah. My friends were all books. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I don't see my friends in school, but like, there was no, yeah. Switching up topics real quick. Um, so, how was y'all Memorial Day weekend? Yep, that tells you how it was. That's okay, I did gather. I gathered with my family. Um, it was about maybe 20 people there, and half of us had on masks, and the other half did not. <laughs> um, and when I got on Instagram or Facebook that night, people were going in on us, people that went out to these barbecues and stuff. So I really want to know your thoughts about people going out now. Um, I wouldn't say as if things are normal, but what are your thoughts about people kind of going back outside now, and especially the people that are going back out without masks on? What are your thoughts? I believe going out. I'm going to go first. Sorry, Darius. You're good. About time. Come through. So I believe it's it's okay for people to go out. I don't see anything wrong with going out, but I do believe you should be smart. So 
if you're going to go out, make sure you have on your PPE. Make sure you have your gloves and use them properly if you're going to use gloves. My friends are nurses, and they hate people using gloves because people use them uh, yeah. directly all day. So, but at least have right cross contamination. Right, and so the, mm. the cases are still rising. Right, so the cases are still right now. We're at four thousand two hundred fifty-six confirmed cases, and that's only a eleven percent increase from last week. So it's still increasing, and people are still dying. We have over twenty more deaths since last week. But I feel like if you go out, just just be smart. Don't go in big. Don't go in big old groups of people. Mm -hmm. Don't go around hugging everybody. Don't go around giving everybody kisses. You still right. have to be, maintain some sense of responsibility, even though now we're going out. Because my question is, the traffic here is back to being horrible, but nothing is open. So where is everybody going? <laughs> <laughs> the That's where they go. <laughs> I truly believe people are just out driving. <laughs> and they're just driving <laughs> for the traffic. Well, first off, the majority of people are claiming <laughs> right, right now. How are you paying for gas <laughs> to just drive? They just drive. And I'm like, no one is going anywhere. All these stores are closed. All yeah. the stores are closed, and people are everywhere. I don't know, because some of them reopened. Home Goods reopened, and I'm sorry, I did go <laughs> because I hadn't been. In three months, and I did go to Home Goods. I did. I know it. I know. I know what y'all are thinking. Go on what? and say it. Nothing. What the hell, y'all? What the hell you need at Home Goods to where you got to be out there when all this coronavirus stuff is going on? I know it. I and mean, if you're gonna be at home, though, why not make your home good? <laughs> I mean, if you gonna be there all day, he was like, I gotta, I gotta look at this shit every day. I need to give me something new. <laughs> Dude, that's why I got half the stuff I got now because I was like, I'm gonna have to be here all the time. Well, PS4, I need something to play. <laughs> so, look, will y'all be getting vaccinated if they do come out with a vaccine? Will you all be getting vaccinated? Because there's a lot of conspiracy theories around conspiracy theories rather uh, pertaining to getting vaccinated and you know i don't know if y'all want to get into that topic on here or not but vaccines are throwing it out there vaccines are a smart thing to do i believe that vaccines are um they were meant to prevent people from having illnesses do i believe that there may be other non-traditional ways to prevent diseases. Yes, you know, Western medicine is not the, we're not the, you know, the mm -hmm. only, the first all, end all, be all of medicine. Um, but there are more holistic approaches that I know that people take. I don't know if I'm going to be in the first round of the vaccine because I watched I Am Legend. I know how this sounds, <laughs> me, but if, the zombies start turning, yo. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not. I may not be in the first round. I'm like you. I'm gonna let somebody else go first. Let me see how you know. Let me see how you get affected. Or, you know what? What the side effects <laughs> may, may not be. Um, I'm good on taking my supplements. I take about like six thousand supplements a morning. Been doing that for a few years now. So uh, we good. 
over here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I mean I, I would definitely get it, but I'm not gonna be in that first or maybe not even that second group of people to get it. Maybe the third. Yeah. What yeah. Same here. Same here. But I, I'm very skeptical about getting it. Period. Like I really don't know. I don't know yet what I'm gonna decide to do. So that's why I asked y'all, what would y'all do? But I, I honestly don't know what to do. Because, and I think, okay, so let me explain my reservation. Because like I said, I have been <laughs> listening to a few. Um, they say that this vaccine is a way for the government to control us. So <laughs> those that get it, <laughs> you know, Yo. they'll have these little nanobites or something. <laughs> Bro, okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna pull the Kanye. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna pour my juice. No, now listen, I'm not saying that I believe it. I just don't know what to believe. I don't I'm know la- what to believe. I'm laughing because I was just gonna say, if this was like five years ago, then yeah, maybe I would be like first or second group of people. But considering the fact that the people that are currently in office are holding some kind of power and the way world is right now i don't know if i necessarily trust certain things coming from certain people yeah i mean when you think about it all medicine is an experiment you know they're, yeah. they're based it's the scientific method just all over so when are we really ever truly safe right so while you hope that the the fda they do their part and they're able to say yo this nope they can't people can't do this you know people can't take this but in unprecedented times, there come, you know, people do crazy, crazy things. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to Embrace Every Mess. We'll see you in the same time, same place next week.